Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I am Bridger Pennington, and today we're going to talk about why syndication is an awesome way to start a fund. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around, and now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, so a lot of people have asked me, Bridger, how can I get started in the fund world? How can I get going? What, what are all the structures? Is it going to be a lot of work? You know, this is a, and it's a big thing to start a fund. Like starting a fund isn't just going out and setting up a lemonade stand. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into it, a lot of stuff. So People that I've that have that have asked me this question, I always tell them, have you considered doing a syndication deal first? They go, what do you mean? So I go, it's way better to get started, get your feet wet, and get moving rather than to sit in an office and think. Uh, investors want to see movers and doers, people to, to get things done. If you remember a few episodes, I told a story of a couple of guys, they they wanted to do real estate. I mean, they're these young guys. Um, I actually interviewed them and they told their story of how they raised $4.5 million in 60 days. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. But these guys, they go out, they're college kids. First off, listen to this. So they first thing they do is go out and they rent properties and then sublease them essentially on Airbnb. And they split the difference and make the margin is what they start doing. So rent's 1200 bucks. They get it on Airbnb. They make two grand and they make that difference. Pretty, pretty ingenious way to not buy real estate, but also manage real estate, right? Then they go forward and say, hey, we want to buy some properties. We're not ready for a fund yet. And these are guys that me and my dad worked with quite a bit. Uh, we don't want to set up a whole fund or a structure. We're just going to do a syndication on a deal. So essentially what a syndication is uh, and the, where it's different from a fund, a syndication is essentially a bringing together different parties of money in for one purpose or deal. Um, you'll see syndications with huge buyouts sometime. Let's say, hey, if we had this plan, we're going to go buy Facebook, right? That's a big deal. And let's say Zuckerberg wanted to sell it. We are, let's say we ran a private equity fund. Our fund might not have the capital to go out and buy Facebook altogether. And maybe we don't want to take all the risk. So, hey, we call up uh, Sequoia and we call up um, KKR and we call it Blackstone and Bridgewater and all five or six of us all put in, uh, maybe we put in 5 billion, you know, Blackstone puts in 12 billion, um, I don't know, Sequoia puts in 3 billion, you know, and we all conglomerate together into a syndication to buy Facebook. Um, usually what happens is you form a new entity, that entity purchases, uh, let's say Facebook or real estate, whatever it is. And then everyone owns, uh, shares of that entity pro rata, how much money they put in. So if you're doing that for, and what these guys did for real estate is they said, Hey, we're going to form a new entity. You can buy, um, into the entity and you're going to own, but, uh, excuse me, we're going to retain, they said, we're going to retain 15% of the equity as a, essentially a management fee for doing all the work, getting all the process done. So we're going to retain 15%. The other 85% is going to be distributed to partners pro rata, how much money you put in. Uh, so if you put in 20% of the capital, you're going to get 20% of the remaining 85%. Um, and they did that on this first deal. And that's, that's a, I think that's a fantastic way to get moving. I was talking to him yesterday on a coaching call. He wanted to get into um, M&A and different buyout strategies, leverage buyouts. And I said, have you done any yet? And he said, no. 
And I said, well, how, when you're pitching an investor, what's going to give them confidence that you can go out and do this? He's like, I don't know. I said, well, could you get together some money and do a syndication deal? One of them just to get some type of track record going. Um, and he said, oh, that's a great, that's a great idea. Let's, I want to, you know, to get started. I think way too many entrepreneurs and people sit in their room, they sit on a whiteboard, they think, and they brainstorm. And most businesses never hit the pavement, never make a single dollar because of that. And a syndication deal is a fantastic way to get started. So to continue the story, these guys, they put together this deal um, and they actually locked up five units um, in their location where they're going to buy, locked them up and they had 60 days to raise the money. So they said, okay, we're going to do it. So in 60 days, they, they beat the streets and they put a, I love that because they put a timestamp on themselves. I often do this to myself of yesterday I did this. I had to, I had to send these, um, there's a sequence of, of packages I'm sending some people and I had to, I sent package number one, which means I have to send number two and three and four and actually do it. Um, I, I try to set up things in my life that it's like almost like a domino effect where if I at least push the first one, I have to follow up and do the rest of them. It makes me get out of bed. It makes me work hard. It makes me stay up late and do, you know, locking up properties and contracts is a fantastic way to do that or having a deal lined up and you've got to find the money in a certain time frame. It's amazing what you can do and accomplish. Um, anyways, this is a quick nugget on syndication versus a fund. Now, following that up, I want to tell you about the pros and cons of each. So syndication pros, obviously you can start fast. You can get your first deal done. Why do then people not just always do syndication deals? Why do they eventually move to a fund? Few reasons. Number one, syndication deals. When you start doing a lot of deals, let's say you're not just doing one real estate deal, you're doing four or five or six, or maybe you're doing leverage buyouts. What if one of your investors, let's say, hey, Bridger, yeah, they call me up, Bridger, yeah, I got my money coming. It's gonna, I'm gonna wire it in two days. I got, you know, $3 million coming in. I say, awesome. And then they miss their capital call. We miss the entire deal. Right. And all the other investors are, are mad at us and pissed because they missed the deal too, because one investor missed their money. When you have a fund and you have the money already ready to go and, and a lot larger scale, you typically do not miss closings or deadlines because of that. With a syndication, it's very likely you could. Uh, investors could drop out for whatever reason on a deal. Um, that's a that's a con to syndications. Another con to a syndication is with an entity. Um, and this is where funds are amazing. Um, with a syndication deal, one of your big investors could call you up one day. Let's say they put in, you know, 70% of the money. They could call you up and say, hey, Bridger, um, you know, I don't like the way you're running this company. And I'm actually getting together with the other investors. We're going to do like an aggressive takeover over this entity and, and project. And you'll step in and say, no, you can't do that because we own 15% equity and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, he put in 60, 70% of the money and, and they could probably they might be able to win that case in court where they put up all the upfront money. You guys are just an LLC um, and they can maybe do an aggressive takeover of the entity and project. With a fund, it's totally different. You could have a, a limited partner that's given you, let's say they've written a check for a billion dollars, huge institutional investor they put in and they're the majority fund holder. They could call you up one day, Bridger, you know, I don't like this last deal you did. You guys are trying to buy Facebook. What the freak? I don't want to put my money there. Um, I hate you. And I you say, you know what? I thank you for your opinions. Um, love to hear them, but I'm the fund manager. And once you put your money in the, in the limited partnership, you lost all control of that money. And I have complete control of that. Unless I've done something illegal or otherwise, you know, fraudulent. Um, thank you for your advice, but I'm going to do what's best for the entire fund. 
and for the limit, I, I have a fiduciary responsibility to the limited partnership and to my, all my LPs, not just you. Um, and you can say, Hey, you can take out your money. You're going to get charged a five or 6% penalty. When you do it, you can take it out. That's, that's your decision. But when the money's in the fund, it's under my control. And that's why people structure and make funds, um, like they do right with a general partner that manages the limited partnership, because you were protected from an investor is calling you up. Hey, Bridger, I'm trying to buy this other deal. Can you move some money around and get my money out? It's like, no, actually I can't. I have, I have a fiduciary responsibility to my other investors and I can't favor you over others. Um, so those are the pros and cons of syndication versus fund. So I think starting with a syndication is an awesome way to get going, get moving, get your feet wet, get some type of track record and then pull that and structure that into a fund that you can then scale and, um, go crazy with. Anyways, love y'all. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Go out and find somebody to serve, give some money away. Um, you know, the stuff I'm teaching you guys is powerful. And the fact that you're listening, to this probably means you have some dollars in your pocket. So find somebody to serve, um, you know, this in general or this holiday season, especially where people are struggling. And, and anyways, that that's a, there's a huge ROI on that. The last little plug is just, I get the biggest ROI in my entire life is when I give to others. Um, and it's not a financial ROI, but it's that just, I don't know what it is when you give to somebody, just you feel freaking amazing. Um, anyways, love you all. Peace and see you in the next one. Hey, what's going on? I know a lot of you out there are starting funds or thinking about starting funds. And something I was so grateful for was having mentors. When I started my first fund, I had people to turn to and to ask questions. And so what I've decided to do is make the same thing for you. So what we've done is compiled a lot of interviews, things that I've learned, my personal pitch decks that I've used to pitch investors and put it all into what I call a mini vault. So in there, I deep dive into Forex funds, into real estate funds, how to structure them, how to structure deals, how to find investors. And I try to go deep to help mentor you to help you start your first fund. And in addition to that, we have a private members group on Facebook that fund managers are getting together on there and talking and working through problems together. So if this is interesting to you, if you want to get involved and get some help right off the ground, go to investmentfundsecrets.com for less than a hundred bucks. You can get started and get into the mini vault. And I would love to see you in there on the Facebook group and talk with us. Thanks. See ya.